Are you struggling with a lack of access to captivating entertainment and media? Are you faced with constant judgment and ridicule from friends and family for your inability to respond appropriately to sensitive situations? If this sounds like you, you might be suffering from being emotionally dead inside. But it's not too late to make a change. One Nothing Podcast is a newly available treatment for being dead inside. Taken just once every two weeks, One Nothing could make a world of difference. By combining carefully measured dark humor to the amazing original formula of grisly fatalities, One Nothing Podcast has successfully entertained thousands of people suffering from death inside. And with access across all podcast platforms, treatment has never been more readily available. But don't trust my word. Here's some real-world testimonials from a few of our listeners currently undergoing treatment. From consistent doses of One Nothing Podcast, my posture has greatly improved due to being kept on the edge of my seat. The One Nothing Podcast comes on, everybody be like, shut the f*** up. I'll be quiet, but when the episode's over... I'll be talking again. Oh my gosh, buddy. I used to be on so many medications for blood pressure. And then I listened to One Nothing Podcast's episode on Kitty Genovese, moved into an apartment on my own, and haven't needed it since. That one really got my blood pumping. You know, listening to One Nothing Podcast, I'm, I'm not constipated anymore. I'm just full of shit. So what's stopping you from great entertainment? One Nothing Podcast is not intended for all audiences. Listeners under 18 years of age should obtain permission from your parent or guardian before downloading. Tell your therapist if you're predisposed to whining, complaining, leading podcasts poorly, being overall combative, or being easily offended, as One Nothing Podcast might not be right for you. So stop letting great content pass you by. Talk to your therapist today to see if One Nothing Podcast is right for you. of the day trash pandas welcome back to another episode of hot garbage true crime edition i'm your host nisha and this is my beautiful best friend and co-host badass so it's been very interesting what's been going on so first of all i want to say that we always record our episodes like weeks in advance so Mm -hmm. this episode is actually going to drop on september 28th so when our trash panda hears about this it's going to seem like it was a long time ago but as i'm telling the story it actually happened like yesterday because you know like i told you all about it it Oh my gosh. So I don't even know where to start. So I'm just like, I'm really kind of shocked and confused. And, you know, it's crazy because, you know, we're still new to this podcasting thing, Mm -hmm. right? And I really wanted to address, you know, an issue that came up because, like, I was in a group and I'm not going to say the name of the group or anything, but I was in a group and, you know, it was a fellow podcasting group and stuff like that and, you know, networking. And, you know, I may have did some 
non-traditional ways of networking, which I didn't mean to offend anybody at all. And this happened to be like a super huge like podcasting group and stuff like that, which I met some amazing people in there. I mean, in the truth, and, just say it like it is. You asked people that was there, like, hey, yeah. you want to listen to mine too? Yeah, I did. I, I asked people in that group, do you want to listen to my podcast too? And it offended someone. And long story short, I was deleted and banned out of the group. And mm. so, you know, by the podcasters. And I was just like, I was so like, you know, shocked because we're new to this. I had no idea that I offended anybody. I had no idea what I did was not out of malice at all. And, you know, before I was a podcaster, remember Buddha, I was telling you before we were podcasters, I know I was a fan. Like I was mm. a complete fan. I've listened to podcasts since before I was a podcaster, you know? Well, the murder mystery ones you have. Yeah. yeah the, the true crime podcast. I've been listening to them and I was like, I'm a woman and I'm a fan. And I was like so shocked to take it aback because these are podcasters that are actually like, you know, sent me words of encouragement and everything like that and I was like I heard you sent them emails and stuff like that right they asked them to sit here and try and give you advice and help you out because you was inspired to try and do them they were one of the people that inspired you yeah they really inspired me and you know they even you know wrote me back so I was like if I did anything offensive I was like before I got deleted and blocked I was like you know they were welcome to just reach out to me and say hey you know you're stepping on our toes you know like you know because I would have stopped I would have never you know continued doing anything to offend anybody you know I mean, and it sounds like they way bigger well I know who they are and all that stuff they are way bigger from what you told me they're I haven't way, seen them they're way bigger we're so, small I mean, fish right so I mean, like for us with our sixteen hundred, for you, you say that they have millions. What in the what in the heck are we even affecting? It sounds like this on real fifty cent uh, Jay Z stuff, where they sound like they feel, they feel like you a threat. We a threat. Mm. You know, for them to sit there and do that, that's some real hater stuff. Let's just keep it real. Oh my god, yeah, because I'm like deleted and blocked. I was like, yeah, delete and block one of your fans. That's what your your fan that you've been emailing and text and telling you that they're inspired by you. And because they talk about something that you don't approve of in, 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 in the fan box, I mean, don't sell your shoes on this website, man, man. Like, don't be going over there talking about anything they don't want you to talk about. They ban you? That's intense. Yeah. I mean, because, and we get, we, me and you, I don't think I've ever been banned. I mean, we've almost been kicked out of a lot of places, but have have we ever been banned from anything? Not yet, but we have been kicked out. We have been banned from sitting by each other. Oh, yeah, huh? Mm, so we've had restrictions. Yeah. So I just wanted to like address that. that. There was never any malice or anything. I mean, it seems like it's just tough, man. This one right here seems like it's a black on black crime type of deal. <laughs> but I, I'm trying to keep it kosher and not say no type of racial stuff because you don't want to sit there and say the name of who it is. But it just seems like they just sit here and attack somebody else that from being smaller. I don't even say I feel like, you know, I feel like it's a corporate crime. Like, you Mr. Burns, and we just, you know, Homer Simpson in this piece. <laughs> just stomping down the little guy. Is, what uh, I feel. is this like a prime example of kicking somebody while they're already down? I mean, we're not down. I mean, uh, you, yeah, you keep that to yourself. I don't well, know where you're at. <laughs> I mean, I'm well, going to... I this, mean, is, this is talking... This is I, like you coming up and talking smack about somebody's car not being as nice as yours. Well, like, hell... <laughs> Like, I just got my stuff together. I'm just getting my stuff together. I'm just figuring this stuff out. And you over here being the hater that going and popping my tires. Oh, well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of person that this is. Yeah. Well, instead of being a support and helping me out and I'm learning and teach me how to be a mechanic and show me how to get my shit souped up like yours is, you just going to go around and slash my tires when I go to sleep. <laughs> so it's... That's what this is. But uh, we ain't down. I ain't down. Oh, shit. Bro, we coming up. I mean, I mean, I guess, you know, in the big scheme of things, because I, I was upset and you were more like, what the fuck? And I was like, 
Well, maybe I should, you know, we, we didn't mean to offend anybody. That's the bottom line. You know what I mean? How many li- listeners did we, we didn't take anybody. We didn't do that. We would never yeah, do that. Yeah, if it's especially if it's, it is in the same realm and genre that these people are already listening to, I highly doubt that these people are listening to just one person that comes out. I think they come out weekly like we come out weekly. Yeah. So I highly doubt that they're just waiting every week and only listening to yours and then they turn off the radio and they go back to listening to smooth jazz. <laughs> so it's it's the they listening to all the stuff that they can and just happy to get other avenues of this of this type of information too. Right. I, I probably only got like 20 listeners out of it, right? I mean, like, I mean out of the millions, that is a Right. Big I mean like cuz we ain't got no hell of, we ain't got no millions and we ain't got no thousands. So I mean you ain't get we ain't get that much. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing big happening over here like that. <laughs> so I don't know what they want with that. I'm, I don't know what you tripping on. Well, the other thing I want to say is like, Buddha, you really need to get on social media because I'm not going to sit here because I feel like I, Nisha, got deleted and banned. Like, hot garbage should not get deleted and banned. Like, I got the smoke. You didn't get any smoke. So where's your smoke? I at? mean, whether I was on social media or not, I wasn't out there in other people's shit putting stuff out there what? and promoting. I wasn't botting people. Even if I was out there, I still wouldn't be botting people. <laughs> and so they wouldn't give me none of that. They'd be like, we love you, Buddha. Fuck Nisha. That's what's going to happen. They put that all on my page, too, about how much they still love me. Oh, whatever. You know what? But all seriousness aside, I want to make sure that I do show love to people that reached out to me yesterday and made sure I was okay. Thank you so much for that. I really right. appreciate And all our listeners. Do you got the names? Some of the names of people to shout well, out? Well, I'm not going to say the names because of the situation. Oh, you don't want them getting banned too, huh? They yeah. make it blackballed too. Yeah. Like a good amount of the people that did support, and I saw it too, did come from the show itself. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, shit, I'd put their name on blast, but you being a gentlewoman. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. But, you know what I mean? There's no reason for things to get super ugly you know what i mean i'm already deleted and banned what next that's what i was already ugly that's why i'd be like i'd say your name and tell everybody who the heck y'all is and be like you know what and f y'all bro bump that we going we throwing up gang signs over here and your side sucks <laughs> you know what are you trying to get a hit put out on us because i think that's the next thing that could happen i mean if they got that type of money I'll be quiet. They have millions of listeners. Of course they have that kind of money. We're dead over here. I mean, girl, I don't, let me tell you something. Just because you got millions don't mean you got assassins. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know a lot of millionaires, but I don't think all of them got assassins. That's all I'm saying. Well. Like, some of them you look at and you be like, mm, you don't seem like the assassin type, but I know you get millions of dollars. You know, like mm. like 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 the dude that played McLovin. You think oh, he got hit? You think he got he hit? Got Hitman on on standby. On standby, but you know he got a couple million, but he ain't got no Hitman on standby. <laughs> Man, you see what I'm saying? It's just like it's people like that. Like, mm, okay. <laughs> like if they threaten you, be like, yeah, I'll have some people do some things and break your ankles. Like who? Like homie the clown? <laughs> like that's probably the most gangster person you know. Oh hell no. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll end this on a positive note because you have some reviews to read, right? I mean, that's not ending nothing. That's just telling y'all that we still rock sauce. Yes, we do. And thank you to all of our trash pandas because we love you just as much as you love us. Right. And again, we're still new, so we're still learning. So we're probably going to fuck up even more. I don't know. And I plan on doing that. You know what I'm saying? Babies fall, they fall down, bump their knee, get up and be rock stars. Yeah. Look at Michael Jackson. Yeah. That's true, huh? So anyway, uh, this one is true crime with a sense of humor is what she says from old Miss Jen. 
Well, beautiful Miss Janet. Don't you never say, oh, oh no yeah. woman. Oh, yeah. No, don't you see? And you was just life. getting through saying people's going to fuck me and say they love Buddha. You're just people, trying to get me thrown well, under the bus. How many people are going to love you? You just crimes, call somebody fucking old. Our crimes are not the same. Oh, whatever. Calling somebody old is worse than no. getting this money. You know what? Mm-mm. So I just was <laughs> I was just informed of this true crime podcast and decided to take a listen as I am always looking for good content and the different ways of telling the facts. I am now hooked. I have subscribed and now going back to listen to all of the episodes. The interplay of the host, the way that get they the way they give the facts of the story and also give their own takes on how they feel about the issues is entertaining. And makes the seriousness of the issues digestible. I'm very happy that this podcast is now in my rotation with the other podcasts I listen to. Do yourself a favor and subscribe. Thanks, Jen. Oh, thank like, you, Jen. We're going to repeat that part on her. Do yourself a favor and subscribe. Subscribe. Thank Hit you. Hit that S button. You know, I don't think uh, Nisha says that enough. She promotes herself a lot and tells you about her size, but she don't tell you about yeah. subscription. Yeah, yes, and reviews. Uh, okay, and the next one is Nisha and Buddha, my new besties. I love it. Yes. This is by J Girl Lo- Jojo. J Girl Jojo. I love the dynamic of these two amazing hosts. I feel like I'm the in, in the room laughing and reacting to their conversations about the crimes they discuss. I binge listen to the entire show and need more cases. Shoot, even longer episodes. Thank you both for sharing your thoughts and bringing cases, bringing these cases to light for families of the victims. Oh, yay. Thank you so much. Yes, we love you guys. We appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Yes. Awesome. Please keep the reviews coming. <laughs> Five stars. And, you know, this is awesome. No, we're going to read our first no star next week. Yeah. I'm, I'm down to read that. Bring, uh-huh. Give us the reviews, whatever you feel. Bring yeah. in the hate. I don't care. Yeah, absolutely. And I really appreciate this person because they didn't, like, get, they always say, because I always say email us or message us if you don't like it. They didn't give us stars. They messaged us and gave us, like, a little bit of cr- constructive criticism. So I was appreciative of that right talk about they don't like buddha's voice and you know what i'm saying <laughs> sounds like he stink like you know whatever you know whatever <laughs> it is feel how you feel <laughs> well today we're gonna be talking about a crazy case and it's actually a listener requested episode i want to give a shout out to erica from long beach because she's the mm-hmm. one that wanted to hear this yeah miss erica in long that, that that city that never rains they said but it had a hurricane it did have a hurricane yeah it was just all waiting for that year mm-hmm <laughs> Well, this is a a case. So I hadn't really heard of this case, but I had seen this man's picture like plastered all over the place. And I'm just like, I remember I didn't think enough to like go back and like look at the case before she suggested this case. So I didn't know what the fuck he had did. And I was just thinking like, oh, he's kind of funny looking. He's like literally like the boogeyman. Like if I seen him, I would like walk over on the other side of the street. I don't like promote doing that. He looks like the the Candyman actor actor from Candyman. No, he looks like, he's just, I'm going to post a picture. I can't describe it. He just looks really scary to me. Okay. And I'm just like, uh, and after hearing what he did, maybe it's because like usually if I see somebody like that, like I'm like, like, oh, well, you look scary i'm not like that but i think it's because i know what he did now you know what i mean okay that now this case is funny it's 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 funny crazy i don't know what to say about it because it's like one of these cases that's hella weird like there's no rhyme or reason for what he did 
And there's no rhyme or reason for what his family, his whole family damn near was involved in it too. Oh. The only thing that we can say is mental health does play a key part in it, but I don't know. We're just going to have to get to it because I'm reading this case like confused right now. Like, what the fuck? Mm. This case will be in two parts though because we have the beginning part that's going to go into what happened and then there's a whole saga that happens while he's in jail and stuff that I have to go into that's going to take even longer. So that's why this case is going to be in two parts. These but are I was parts like, that you love getting into. Love yeah. Taking a bite out of crime. I'm like McGruff dog. <laughs> so we are here today to talk about Nico Jennings. Or I'm sorry, Nico Jenkins. Okay. So Nico Jenkins was born September 16th, 1986. And he was he moved to Omaha, Nebraska. Now, Nico, he comes from a long line of criminals and addicts. His mother's name is Lori Jenkins, and his dad's name is David McGee, but David is now deceased now. So his mom and dad, they were together for a while, and Nico was the only boy. He actually has five sisters. I mean, she, she didn't, they didn't have a too happy relationship. She didn't give him his last name. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't find out what was going on with that, but that's not good. You know? Yeah, that's not a good sign. Mm-hmm. You don't give the only boy that the man has. Right. You don't give him their last name. Mm-hmm. That's a telltale sign. Mm-hmm. So he has five sisters. I could not find the name of the last sister. She stayed out of it with good reason, but she stayed out of the limelight. But the other sisters that I was able to find the names for is Erica Jenkins, Lolo Jenkins, Melanie Jenkins, and Sophia Jenkins. Lolo Jenkins. Yeah. That is the one right there. She had a gold tooth and everything. Not a grill, just one gold tooth. Oh, yeah. Not the front tooth, the one on the side, Mm -hmm. right beside it. Lolo. Lolo, yep. Now they, now Sophia actually she stays out of this a lot. A lot. She'll come in in the end, but she wasn't part of any of the crimes. But everybody else that I just named was part of this crime. In addition to some people that I didn't name right then and there, but they're gonna come up. Mm. Like when I say this was a family affair, this was a family affair. I mean, dang, was they serving people up like chitlins? Yeah, <laughs> we gonna see How you get the whole family involved. And I, I, but I was just like, this is heck of weird because it's like they don't have a type. So you're gonna see like when it comes to their victims, they don't have a type. It was just all just random Mm. so both of his parents were in and out of prison and at seven years old he committed his first crime because he took his mom's 25 caliber handgun to school and it was loaded and so because of this you know the teachers caught him with that gun and he was temporarily taken out of his mom's house but he was put back into custody with her okay so when he was 11 years old, he was arrested for felony theft and shoplifting. And then for that, he got sent to a group home. And there he was a really big bully. Like he would beat everybody up and he would like fight people that he actually ended up getting moved to a youth detention facility. Upgrades. Yeah. Because they was just like, he can't be around like other kids at all. So he was there for a few days and then he was sent back to his mom. But from there, he remained on probation. And then he was supposed to go to counseling and he was supposed to go to summer school. And then he was also supposed to write an apology to the victims, but he never did any of these things, these things. Because he wasn't sorry. Yeah, he wasn't sorry. You know, you'll see Nico Jenkins is never sorry. Like, it's just, he doesn't care. So in December 1998, he actually assaulted someone with a knife and he went back to the detention center. So then he escaped from the detention center in March of 1999 and he was on the run for three months. 
And then six months later, he went back to the group home that he was, where he was supposed to undergo like a psychiatric evaluation, but he ran away and he stayed on the run for eight months at this point. How many strikes do people like this get? I thought it was three strikes and you're out. This is strike number four already. I don't think that's for juveniles though. I don't think. You just keep doing crimes as long as you'll hit 18? Is that what you're telling me? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know how the three strikes thing works, but Because he's yeah. still in he's trying to stab people already. Yeah, he's already, he's already started. <laughs> he has a like very, very long track record of this. That's what I'm saying. Like, How do other people get past the three strikes mm. and, and then they scare all of us normal people with the fact that don't you do that too many times, you're going to be gone forever even if you take a stick of gum. Right. <clears throat> <laughs> You know what? And that's funny because that's happened to people for minor stuff such as like weed. They're like, oh, this is your third strike. Right. So, so that's why I'm like, how are you getting past all these strikes? I don't know. That's the only thing I can think because at this time, like he's like underage, but I, I don't know. So he stayed on the run. So he got caught finally. He got sent back to the youth detention center. And then after that, he escaped and he stayed on the run. You know, he was there for, for one month and then he stayed on the run for six months again. So in 2001, his probation got revoked and he was sent back to the youth center. And there he contacted his dad when he got out and, you know, he decided to go stay with his dad. But his dad, this is how bad it was. His dad was actually super scared of him. He was like, there's something wrong about this kid. Like he was really scared to even go to sleep around him. They should take this child to the firing line. Oh my God. (laughs) And double up. mm. Well, Nico, while staying with his dad, actually ended up pulling a gun out on his dad. See what I'm point. saying? So people like that, <clears throat> I'm like, you feel like the world is already A and B. You're doing bad, and you're supposed to get stuff to happen back to you. You feel like you're so bad, it's almost seeming like it's a lot. Nobody's doing it back to you. Mm-hmm. So it all of a seems like it's just all a front and a cap, and everybody just not, you know, that we're all just chumps and punks, and that's why we're not committing crimes. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. somebody needs to take you and shoot you a couple of times, like Tupac. <laughs> You start straightening the hell up. You won't walk straight, but you'll start straightening the hell up. Be like, you know what? I can't get shot out here. You know what? That reminded me. Remember when we were driving? I forgot where we were going. And I said, there was a man walking down the street. And he was like, I don't know. He was limping and something was wrong with him. And I said, what do you think happened to him? You said, well, he probably got shot. And I was like, why do you think everybody that's limping or something got shot? Girl, it was the area we was living in, close to your hood area. What? It was was an older guy that was sitting there dressing with like one of those bandanas still hanging out of his pocket. And walking like his his shirt was too crisp. You know when you had them guys that they closed his hella iron like oh he fresh out of prison because his shirt was hella crisp and his and his pants were creased. They were the? jeans with creases in them and shit. And you know I ain't seen that since the nineties. Oh my And he tried God. to keep it cool with the chicken wing on. I was like yeah he got shot. What the that was everybody. I'm like now nah, that's a high probability that you caught you. I remember that I was like yeah he was like yeah he probably got shot. Man, I and like, I told you an incident of a guy I know that was it looked almost the same damn way. It's like they wear the same uniform in the hood. When, every, when it's white tea time, everybody got them long white tees. When it's white beaters was up, everybody got them white, them, 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 them white beaters. When Air Force is one, everybody had, like, his hood guys almost wear a uniform. But, you know, I know so many guys have gotten shot. I mean, if you 50 got shot, he's he's not walking like that. And he would say some people don't never. But he he's so surprised by that. He says in the rap. I got hit a few times, but I don't walk with a limp. I'm all right. Like, he even know, like, I should have, I should have got fucking, I should be walking like a little fucked up. That's why he rapped about it. Like, I'm lucky because a good amount of the times, boy, you don't just walk off and just be cool. Like, 
Movies make you make make it seem like you like Rambo and you put a candle in that shit and you fine. No, motherfucker. No. You, you end up being messed up for a while. Damn. Most of the time. That's fine. <clears throat> so now Nico when Nico turned sixteen, as soon as he turned sixteen, do you know what he did, Buddha? Killed everybody. No, he actually did a carjacking. He carjacked a man. And then two months later, he carjacked a woman at gunpoint and was arrested. So, and so at this point, he was sentenced to 14 to 15 years for robbery and use of a deadly weapon. So during this point, you know, he didn't do good in prison at all. You know, he was always in solitary confinement you know, he would always assault other inmates and he would do like illegal tattooing. Cause I forgot to mention, he was also like a tattoo artist too. And in July, 2005, he was involved in a prison riot as well. So he, re- he received two years added to his sentence for that. So prison everything riot. he could do illegal in prison. He was trying to do. He was doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I told you, Nico Jenko, Jenkins do not give a fuck. Shoot him. Uh, we, we should need him. <laughs> So during the time that he was in prison, his grandmother passed away and he was given a a furlough to attend the funeral. And so a corrections officer had to accompany him. And during this time, he assaulted the corrections officer. He bit the correction officer and then he tried to escape while he was at the funeral. Mm -hmm. So for this, he ended up getting more time added to his sentence. And so from this time, he started seeking mental health during this time. I thought about it. I was like, I hope that it wasn't like in front of the casket and stuff because that's going to be really disrespectful. What's in front of the casket? Like, when he no, no, when he tried to, no, I was going back to like, he was at the grandmother's funeral and he, this is where he tried to like bite and attack the correction officer and he tried to escape. Yes, that was in front of the, the in front of the casket. He walked up acting like he was about to sit here and cry over her body and fucking ran the hell out. One of the dudes tried to stop him and he attacked the shit out of his ass uh, to get out of here. I mean, in front of the preacher, his family, all that. They watch him choke a police officer out. That's fucked up. So he did start seeking mental health during this time. And he was diagnosed. He was schizophrenic. And he had a a socio-affective disorder as well. And an antisocial personality. And he did tell one of his medical professionals that he had a desire to kill people at random. And... This is when he started talking about Apophis. Now, Apophis is an ancient Egyptian god, and he says Apophis took over his body, and Apophis is telling him to do everything that, you know, he's going to do. That's a pretty sense. I mean, at least you got a cool name for your god. Yeah, Apophis. That's actually really pretty. So, Apophis actually embodies chaos, and, you know, he, that, because I did, I did some research on Apophis, but I know that he has, is known to turn into like a serpent. So that'll come back later in part two, but that's the kind of animal that he turns into. And he is also part of the underworld and he's the eater of souls. That's who Apophis is. Uh. So in, so in every art form that Apophis is in, like I said, people paint him as a giant serpent. That's mostly the form that he's in. So Nico started saying that Apophis was commanding him to do stuff and everything bad that he ever does is because of Apophis. So, I mean, it's gotta be kind of true. Cause you can't just pull that out your ass. Where did Apophis even come from? Right. Cause I had never even heard of Apophis and I studied like the Greek gods and stuff. I was like, where did Apophis right? come from? Yeah. I, I used to watch a lot of movies with Greek and, and I love Spartacus. Yeah. So I'm like, Apophis. Okay. Right. He must have really came to you because that name just don't come out the blue. That's the first. Mm-hmm. 
Well, so basically, still fry your ass. Yeah. <laughs> so even though Apophis is telling, I don't you, care okay. if you don't care. I don't. Have you ever seen Tales from the Hood? Yeah. And, and Killer K. Yeah. And when he was like, I don't give it up. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. That's the moment when you don't care. Then we okay. Then four gangsters should shoot you in the chest while you're on the ground. Mm. So he starts taking these like medications for his mental illness, but in 2009, he stopped taking his medication. So he started refusing it, you know, and it was recommended that at this point that he was transferred to a mental health facility. And so the mental health facility like was going to be able to help him better than the prison would. Right. He should have been there originally. Yeah. Cause he's crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, like a lot of people was like, you know, because a mental health facility is not much better than prison. I did research on them, so either way, you're locked up for the rest of your life. It's just where uh, you're mental go. health is for me is more necessary for these higher level criminals mm-hmm. because with jail, it's a timeline. Yeah. Like uh, if you do good enough, mm-hmm. like the, uh, the other prisoners, which is not that role model ish, if, right. if you're telling you. Cause they in there do, still doing crimes too. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing good enough, you're just gonna get out of on the inevitable time. Yeah. Mental health facilities that you may get sentenced to a year and a half, but if they feel like you still sick in the head, you staying. You're staying, right? Yeah. I don't care if you have to be in there for the next forty five, fifty years. You're staying. Yeah. Because they're like they. And I, I, that's the reason why I feel like things like that should be assessed more because they will physically say he is not fit for society. Mm-hmm. Jail will just be like serve time, get on out. But mental places will be like, this man may never be right for society. Oh, and they'll yeah. say stuff like that. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And this is somebody who's never going to be right for society. That's why I'm like, it's not not nothing that medication's going to do. Not You're going to have to keep him sedated in a straitjacket yeah. at all time Because as soon as his mind is clear enough, mm-hmm. he's going to try and kill the next thing by him. Yeah, and just like him, this happens a lot where you also have to trust when they get out that they're going to take their medication, you know, and a lot of them don't take their medication. He doesn't want to. Yeah. He doesn't have the desire so, to. Yeah. He so, wants to talk to Omnipause. Oh, what was his name again? Apophis. Yeah. <laughs> he said Omnipause. <laughs> so, so they do end up transferring him to a mental health facility, but what happens is before that, he got married in prison to a girl named Shalanda in 2010. Now, that marriage was doomed from the beginning because they both had really bad criminal pasts, you know, and the crazy part about it, fun fact, this marriage actually only lasted four weeks outside of the jail because he's going to get released. She's going to be, you know. And, it was perfect, but it was jailbirds. Yeah, but only four weeks. That's it. But mm-hmm. it, just to skip ahead a bit, the the wedding, the divorce happens in 2017, so... Like, well, okay, we gonna get to that. Okay, I just want, but I just want everybody to get the understanding of this marriage. It's happened. all in 2017. Yeah. It was four weeks later. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they got married in 2010, but they officially ended the wedding. Like they eventually got divorced in 2017, so they were married for seven years officially, mm. but they were only out for four weeks, like outside as a couple because they were in prison so much. Oh, that's how wild that was. Like, wow. So basically what happened was Some people think that's romantic. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know how you look at it, huh? They think they Bonnie and Clyde. Like if you (laughs) like the coach part, if you watch I think Bonnie not not Bonnie and Clyde, um 
um, what's that, Natural Born Killers? Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, you look at that, and then you're like, oh, they just going and doing the stuff. They, 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 they're only out for like three months. Yeah. Only, that whole movie, they're they're only free and being married and running mm-hmm. around. Doing it. It's like three months old. Yeah. And then they, they, well, they was in prison and were supposed to die, but then they do that big prison escape and, and, and leave. But in real life, y'all probably would have died. Yeah. But that was it. That was that was a, that was the, the run. Mm-hmm. You don't do that forever, you yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. That movie was wild. I want to go watch that movie again. Oh man, it's one of my top ten. Yeah, that's that, that's that real love right there. You know, is that <laughs> is that what, is that message you got from that? That and what is that other one with Drew Barrymore? I forgot what that one is called. Mad Love. Have you seen that movie? They don't kill anybody in it or nothing, but it's, it's just, those with true love. Like that's, I like not you've got mail or nothing like that is true love. <laughs> I forgot about you, cop man. Like, but 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 these murderer killer couples. That's that's true love in your that's mind. The, that's that true like that. Like fun with them, like uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt and Angelina yeah. Jolie. That's true love in your mind when he's kicking her into the the couch when they see they're fighting and beating each other, throwing elbows, or like and shooting at each other. That's true love in your in your world. Yeah, or that Joker and Harley Quinn. That's not the that. Cosby's, none of that. No, not, not the people that, that was actually faithful uh, doing this stuff together, living legit lives. Uh, like who the hell are those fools? Right, give me that Joker and Harley Quinn. Like, that, yeah, give me yeah. that toxic, destroying, destructive ass uh, and and and. And, and uh, destructive to everybody around them too. Love that's what's good. <laughs> that's what's great for society is what you promoting. Yeah. <laughs> so, 2011 rolls around. So he's gotten married. He's you know he's doing his mental health. 2011 rolls around, and what happened was he was sentenced to two to four years for assaulting a correction for assaulting that correctional officer at the funeral. So he got more time at it. But Nebraska had this good time law, and I didn't look it up to see if they still had it. I was it. just about to say yeah. good times. Good times. But go ahead. What good time law did he have? So it says... Was he watching enough black TV shows? Look, what it was? <laughs> look, so it says... So the credit for good time is as much as half the time you do. So, for example, if you're good for one day, you get one day off your sentence. So every day, basically, you're good, you get a day off your sentence, which he was never good. So I don't understand how he I got there. I say, like, so. was, you got good time after choking out a cop that's why i was like did y'all was it because he looked like he was enjoying it you having a good time so we give you less time <laughs> right like what but i don't i didn't get this because you still assaulting people like what, yeah. what day was it that you was good the next week right and i don't when know they had you in solitary confinement and yeah right and i was trying to figure out how this is right because i know it's per day so okay obviously if he choked the cop out on a wednesday but then he had a good day thursday so you're only counting that one day that he was bad and then the next day he was good so it seems like that's how they was counting Right, you didn't give him you, what you didn't. There was no penalty for the bad though. No, well, he got two to four years added to his. So sentence. you get added two years, yeah. for, the, for that day, mm-hmm. and then the next day you get days knocked off of it. Right, that's a, that. That's how it seems like Nebraska law was running at the time. Like, cause he only that's said, just stupid. <laughs> cause I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna be a saint and stab motherfuckers, and then just go back being a saint again. Well, yeah, that and does just get this that. on the countdown. So that does mean so, yeah, because that means that two additional years that was added, he can be hella good makes, and really knock that to one. Right, year. makes if you're gonna do everything, put it in one day. I would just. Put I mean, that stab shit. five cops, <laughs> beat on people, piss on the walls, and then chill the fuck back out. I would spit in everybody's face. Right, that one day, just go ape shit bananas. Yeah. And be like, all right, three years from now, that's what that. Bu- I'm gonna come back. Though. I'm gonna get all on y'all asses again. <laughs> that's exactly what they promoted. That's crazy. Well, this is what happened. So in 2013, he was about to get released from prison because of this law. 
But Nico, he even realized that he shouldn't get out because he actually wrote letters to the senators and the prison officials. And he was like, please, whatever you do, don't let me out. Because if you let me out, something really bad is going to happen. Like, I feel like I can't control myself. That's the saddest part of this whole thing. Yes. Where the system is that broken that even the criminal says, you shouldn't let me out. Mm Mm-hmm. Think about that part. And he was putting symbols at all, but all the symbols at the bottom of letter letter. Guess what the symbols were? The apophis. His penis. No, the apophis symbols. So he, you know, wrote these letters, put the symbols at the end, sent them off. And nobody listened to him. That's he, crazy he, that he's blatantly telling. I'm gonna go kill people. You let me out. Yeah. And like, oh well. You reach mm-hmm. your time though. This is exactly what I was talking about before. And then they're like, but you reach your time. Yeah. Prisons are overcrowded. <laughs> like we don't have the budget. Like it's kind. Of, it was one of those. Well, he did his time, and this is the release date. Because his original thing was that you know robbery and car theft at gunpoint, and then he got all his time at it, and now he's getting out. So what happens is he's let that out of prison. The saddest thing of this. I whole think what I was going to say. This is the stupidest part of the crime, but the stupidest part of the crime is going to come up. I think in part two. There is no stupidest part. That right there is called enabling. Mm-hmm. The system itself, the country itself, is now to blame for everything that happens after this. Well, I was going to say, because literally, if they would have listened to his letters, these people would still honestly be alive. That I'm going to talk about. These yeah, victims. that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. everything that happens after this, where even he is, he is it's so bad where even he is like, bro, I, I, I don't know what y'all doing. This made this seems like it's retarded. That's why I said to him, the whole system is a game. Yeah. To him, y'all don't seem like y'all, you guys almost are promoting people like him. Mm-hmm. You guys are enabling and helping people like him. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's about to go down right now. Yeah, like a Jay-Z song. Let's do this. <laughs> so he gets released and his family has this super huge release party for him at the Travel Lodge Motel. Because I mentioned he has a big family and... You know, so Nico had a friend named Sherry Floyd and he actually met her at his grandmother's funeral. And, you know, she would actually go up to the jail, visit him, give him money in prison and everything like that. And it was, she, she would like have such, she was like, cause he would get women that was just falling all over him. Like he, like, you know, everybody like had this super big crush on him. So he asked her to get a tattoo. If you met you, you'd have been on him too. You like those types. No, no, actually not the Nico. The and Princeton type. No, actually no, not, Nico's not my type. He's actually not my type He's too killer. Oh my gosh. It, it, well, we'll get into it in part two. You'll see like, no, no, no. It's not before even. Before you thought it was hot, but then it missed, he must have took it too far. You're going to see. I don't even want to give nothing away right now. Right? I got to see. Because I mean, for you not to think it's hot. It's just too he much. He had to take it too far. Yeah, it was just too much. And so he asked her, you know, to tattoo her face. And she did because he had tattoos all over his face. He wanted her tat- her face to match. And she went out and did it. Like anything that, you know, he asked women to do, they would go right out and do it. His wife also had tattoos on her face as well. They are Samoan. <laughs> so she got mean. She got evil across her forehead. And then she got another tattoo saying, I will die and I will kill for you, for him. And got evil tattooed across her forehead. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, after, and it's crazy because, you know, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but she actually lives in fear because of these tattoos and she wants to have them removed because after everything goes down, she's like, I'm in fear of my life. You know what I mean? 
Like, but we'll, well, I'll get to that. But anyway, so her and Shalonda, because remember, he's married still. Her and Shalonda didn't get along, of course, because they're both messing around with the same guy. So Shalonda is at this party too. And they basically get into it because Sherry was trying to get him to take a shower with her at the party. You know what I mean? Mm. Like to sneak away with her. So, and by is the way. Sherry the one with the evil on the, t- on mm-hmm, the forehead? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can't tame that. Yeah. So we have. Shalonda. I'm not gonna lie. This has become amusing, you guys. You can't see, but I have a slight <laughs> grin on my face Abuna now. Smaller soul, yeah, because well, this, it's like that evil on the forehead, bro. This took this to cartoon world. Like, yeah. I'm watching an episode of Ninja Turtles right now. <laughs> let's do this. So, so they're over there at the party arguing, Sherry and Shalonda, and because they're both messing around with Nico. And my, mind you, this is part of the four weeks that Shalonda and Nico is out. And he's messing around with other women already. So his... Who the thunk? Right. So his friend Anthony Wells gifted him... Guess what his friend gifted him at this party as a getting out party? A gun. A gun, yep. So that was one of his gifts. His friend (laughs) gifted him a gun at this party like, hey, welcome home. So he gives him a gun. And from here, this the first murder is about to take place. So... Of course. The first murder takes place on August 11, 2013. And the victims are Juan Uribe Pena. Like, I feel like you're reading out the script to the new Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> you know what? This whole thing, I didn't even think about that. This could be Grand Theft Auto. Uh, right. Your okay. girlfriend has evil tattooed on her forehead and then is getting into the fight and you just got out of jail. Your friend gives you a free Glock. Like, <laughs> commit murders for extra money. I didn't you know, like, think about that Like, shit. is this Grand Theft Auto? Oh, wow. CJ! That's what I'm waiting for somebody to just yell out right now. (laughs) Grove Street. So, the first two, there was two victims in this. Juan Uribe Pena, who's 26 years old, and Jorge Cajiga, I hope I'm saying this right, and I apologize if I'm butchering their names. Jorge Cajiga Ruiz, who is 29 years old. So they were actually visiting from Mexico and there was, there was a third guy as well. So it was three of them, but I didn't get his name as well because he's not a victim. He was almost a victim, but he wasn't. So his name was not released. So what happened was the three of them, they're all partying. They're at a nightclub, right? And what happened was they was approached by Nico's sister, Erica, and Nico's cousin, Kristen, Kristen Bordeaux, Bordeaux. I can't even say her name. I want to say Boudreaux. 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 So they was like, you know, they they was like, hey, do you want to like, you know, fuck us tonight? You want to get lucky? And, you know, so the three guys, they was like, yeah, like, you know, how much do you charge? And so Erica and Kristen gave them an amount at the club. So the three of them, they go off to the bank and they, they give them a meeting place, right, of where to meet them at. And they said, well, meet us over here at the park after you get your money out and we'll be there. So the guys pull up at the park. They pull up in a white pickup truck. So two, so Juan and Jorge, they had the same bank. So they went to go get the cash out of their ATM. The third guy had to go to a different bank. So he got there a little bit after. Like he, you know, he wasn't there at the time. So Juan and Jorge pulls up at the meeting place first. So Nico, out of nowhere, jumps. So they think they're about to meet Kristen and Erica. And Nico jumps out of the woods behind the park and goes ahead and shoots them in the back of the head and steals Mm. their wallets. 
And so the third guy, the one that he came later because his ATM was a little bit further away, he came and he found their bodies. Mm, mm, mm. So imagine that. Uh, like, damn, that's like, it's glad, he, it's kind of lucky that they had a different bank, right? He, wow. That was crazy. So the friend sees the body, calls the police, and Nico, Christine, and Erica, they return to the travel lodge. Now, this room is actually rented for them by his mom, Lori Jenkins. I mean, they wasn't no high-level hookers, so I mean, what, like $100 each? I don't know. Like, right. I mean, at the most, 200 so they just died for $400 at the max. Yeah, right? So this was all set up. They had this set up. Oh, so yeah. that that's, yeah. So what happens after this is crazy because Nico told his mom, hey, I just killed two men and robbed them. And the mother, Lori, was like, well, did you get some money? And he was like, yeah, you know, and she didn't even really care about it. What happened was Lori gave Christina a change of clothes because she because Christina said, hey, I'm, I'm scared that I got gunshot residue on my clothes. So Nico's mom, Lori, gives her a change of clothes. Mm. The mom was also the one that bought the ammunition for the gun that Nico had as well. Good parenting. Mm-hmm. Because there was a video at the pawn shop. When all this comes out, there's a video at the pawn shop that says, you know, that she was buying, you know, big bullets and some deer slugs and stuff like that for Nico's gun. Deer slugs? Uh-huh. She bought... I don't know what the deer slugs is for. That's a shotgun. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, but, if he could have hit somebody with a deer slug. Right. Because I was like... But we'll see... That Nico actually, he didn't just have the gun that his friend gave him. He somehow along the way does get a shotgun as well because he starts letting his sister use the shotgun that his friend gave him. I mean, the gun that his friend gave him. It's, this whole thing is about to get wild. Mm. I mean, you trying to drop somebody with deers. That's yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah, you ain't never even... <coughs> man, you're not surviving that. You're not going to walk with a limp with that. No, 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 no. That's mm-hmm. like somebody then throwing a half a beer bottle at your ass. Mm-hmm. Like a deer slug is big. Mm-mm. So, yeah, his mom bought him all different kinds of ammunitions. So, August 19th. So, what happens is the next killing happens on August 19th. Because Nico has this friend named Curtis Bradford. And he met him in prison. So, they became really good friends. And they went to a barbecue together. And we'll see. I might post pictures because they took pictures. And it's actually somewhere out there on Facebook still. This is These are the last pictures that they took as friends. But he was Nico's next victim. And I bet his friend was his next victim? Yeah, his friend was his next victim. His friend from prison. Yeah, that's, that, this is... Well, I mean, but did the guy have <laughs> with dark sunglasses? Kind of look like Easy E from from um what you call oh. it NWA? Oh, kind of yeah. like Easy E from NWA with a Jerry curl. Uh, but was, no. and he always say the word Buster. <laughs> no, but you know what? He because had if he look. did, we know where this game originated from. You know, this now that you say something, this really sounds like a, a game Grand Theft Auto. This, this is real. Like, yeah, this is like. Wow, I, I looked at that game and I thought, this is completely cartoon. Nobody lives like this. But apparently, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, this is so sad because Curtis's family would always tell him, don't hang out with Nico. He's bad news. Like, you know, there's just something that, you know, about him that Curtis's family would always say, don't hang out with him. But Curtis always hung out with Nico. You know how you have that friend that some people tell you not to hang out with, but you hang out with him anyway? No, I used to. And I found that why I shouldn't. Like yeah, he's about to too. He's about to as well. Well, what happened was they so they all go to a barbecue together, and you know, 
the his sister nico jennings sister nico jenkins sister erica lied on curtis and told nico that curtis shot up her house which was not true at all she just went up to her brother and was like your friend went and shot my house up why just to stir up shit basically you'll see this family do that yes you'll see this family this is what i'm saying i mean i would have even felt better if you asked him for his number and he didn't give it to you yeah did it just on just to do it just to do it like you know i i never you know and it could be something like i don't know like because in the research i couldn't find i mean it seemed like this just came out of nowhere but it could be some kind of underlying issue obviously that she had problems with him i don't know why this happened but it was very random Mm. and she just lied and said that curtis went and shot her house up which i'm thinking now that i said something i feel like this is something underlying because why would somebody just like shoot up your house, you know, for no reason? So it had to be something going on. Even if your house was shot at. Yeah. Why would you bring him up? Right. So, yeah. So something had to have been going on, but unfortunately I couldn't find it in the research what happened, but she told her brother, Nico, that, you know, her house got shut up. So Nico plans to lure him somewhere and kill him. That was his automatic thing. He was like, you don't fuck with my sister. So you're dead. So he lured him to 18th and Clark. Nico told Curtis that, you know, they was going to get together and rob somebody over there. He was like, do you want to do a robbery with me over here? And Curtis was like, yeah. So they go over there to go do the robbery. And as soon as they get to the street, Erica jumped out and shot Curtis, shot at Curtis, but she missed. And so Nico, you know, being the the brother, he was like, oh, you missed, like giving her a hard time, like you missed and stuff. So Nico told her that she don't know how to do nothing right. And he took the gun and shot him in the head. And that time, you know, he dropped. This is when the other sister, Lolo, comes in. She had waited in the car, but what she did was she went ahead and got rid of Erica's <coughs> murder weapon for her. Mm. That's how she plays a role in this. So, Curtis's body was actually found by a neighbor at a nearby apartment complex. And Nico and Lolo and Erica ends up going to their cousin Bryant's house. And it was like right after the murder. And what Nico pulled two guns out of the duffel bag and it still had brains all on the gun. So he went there and started cleaning the gun off. And Eric. Classic reason to clean it off. Yeah. And so Erica and Nico, apparently, while they're at the cousin's house, they get into a big argument because he was taking credit for the murders. And she was like, no, but I shot him first. And he was like, no, you shot at him. You didn't kill him. And they literally got into like this brother sisterly argument over like, you know, that. And she was like, you I don't think that's a brother-sisterly argument. That's, that's a murder-killer argument. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, because they're like brothers. Someone's so it's trying like, to claim the kill. Yeah, somebody's trying to... That's a hunter or lion argument. No, it, brothers and sisters don't do that very often. Well, I, well, what I was thinking about, like, you know, brothers and sisters, they argue. Usually it's over something petty, but this is over a murder. So it was like that, you know, that brotherly sisterly thing i'm glad that you can water it down to that yes in your mind okay well you know what i mean so getting back to the case we are all on the case we never left it anyway (laughs) what's wrong with you (laughs) you just weird you you embrace murder and death i wonder how you grew up like he must have grew up like a spartan like you guys punched each other in the face in the dark before you went to bed like you guys, I mean, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, some of the God. some of the way that you word some of this stuff, man. I'd be like, is that what this is? Is brother sister banter oh. going back and forth over murder here? <laughs> <laughs> so now, in the meantime, while all this is going down, law enforcement is noticing that the same kind of ammunition is linked to both crimes. 
So the next victim, and this is actually going to be the last victim, is 33-year-old Andrea Kruger. She was on her way home from work as a bartender, and it was at a bar called Deja Vu. Now, Andrea was born November 21st, 1979 in Omaha, Nebraska. She had been in Nebraska her whole life, and she had been married since 2008, and she had three kids. Uh, why are you looking at your drink cup? Girl, like, Buddha's not even paying I'm, attention. I am listening. She's married and she has three kids. But what are you but looking at? But I'm looking in my cup, and I don't think this stuff had pulp in it. Is you got stuff floating in your drink? What? Like, look in the inside. Is there stuff floating around? Little no, pieces of stuff? I don't have stuff? anything. I told you not to put no fucking ice in your drink. I told. Okay, I mean, I'm I still drink this shit. But, I but I'm no- looking in here, and I'm like, I don't know what that's floating around in my damn drink. You put ice in yours. And ice makes stuff float around in your drink? I don't fucking know. I mean, and your whole cup is gone, so what the fuck? Like, I'm about to, that's why I'm like, fuck it, damn. What is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got hella shit floating like at the bottom. Like these floaties. Of the, well, what was in there before you put the drink in there? Did you have something in there? Did the kids have something in there? I don't remember what I had in there. I thought I had alcohol in there before. I don't remember. Oh my God. No, I had soda in there. I don't know. That looks like a lot floating around. That's a lot drink. floating around. That's why I'm looking at it like that's a lot floating around the bottom of my cup. That's a lot of fucking shit. What's going on? I don't know. I'm gonna keep drinking it though. Because now I'm looking they at. They say my... alcohol kills germs, but dang. Is there something floating around in my drink? Because now I'm scared. I mean, if it's if it's natural, then no. Maybe that's the pulp that comes from the drink. Your shit looks clear like some doggone. But since what is moonshine. alcohol have pulp in it though? That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna drink yours. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Why'd you drink So no, you yours don't even well, taste I, like mine. I, well, I was, I will pour some in yours, but then it doesn't make sense because it's still gonna be. It's gonna be still floating around in here. I'm not gonna sit here and take extra floaties. You, you gotta drink this do you, floaty. Do you want oh, me? We're gonna be drinking some of yours. Do you want me to just? Do you want to just share my cup? Because That's what's you, about to happen. Okay, yeah, because I don't understand what happened to your cup. I don't like. I don't like that. Look like it looked like uh, like I'm about to be assassinated on some. <laughs> If I keep drinking that, some shit gonna coat my lungs, and I don't even know with nanobots. I don't know. I told you that, man. Some assassins might be out to get our asses. You be the ones that bringing these cases. I just be talking about it. Uh- <laughs> don't ask me if you don't want the answer. Oh my fucking gosh, that's fucking crazy. Larry, did you hear what I just left off at? I was talking about who was I just talking about? Somebody with three kids. Andrea Kruger. Okay. This is going to be Nico Jenkins Jenkins' last victim. I can't right. form my mouth to say Jenkins. I keep saying Jennings, but it's Jenkins. Nico Jenkins. And so basically what happened was her husband had texted her and had told her that one of the kids was sick that night. So she ended up had leaving her. She ended up leaving the bar early because one of her kids was sick. And what she did was she went to a McDonald's drive through so that she can get food for her kids and stuff like that before she went home. So she was at a stop sign and immediately a vehicle pulled up in front of her and a vehicle pulled up behind her, like blocking her in. And Nico jumped out of the car that was in the front and pulled her door open. When he pulled her door open, he threw her on the ground and he immediately shot her. So in the car behind her, Erica, the cousin Christine, and then their uncle Warren was in that car behind her. And what they did was they jumped in the car and they they basically stole her. They Well, they stole her car. So all three cars drove off. They drove the car around for a little while and then they set her car on fire. 
And they have been plotting. They wanted to get an SUV that night. So all night they have been saying, you know, we're going to plot and we're going to get an SUV. They, for some reason, they wanted to steal an SUV and they just happened to see her driving along. So she was the victim. And they said that they felt like they weren't going to get caught because that specific night there was a little Wayne concert playing. And so they was like, well, there's going to be so much traffic. There's so many people here that nobody's going to notice that we're doing a robbery right now. So they made sure that they planned it on the night of the concert. I mean, that and all the cops are at a gangster rap concert. Yeah. They are going to be there. Right. So they knew. Like top notch. Every cop and security. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they knew like, hey, tonight. Tonight is the night. Yeah. You can shoot somebody in the face. Ain't nobody coming out. Yeah. Mm-mm. They listening to Lil Weezy. So, so basically Erica... You know, Erica had told Nico that it was stupid to just leave her body, to just leave the body just in the middle of the road. And they ended up getting into an argument again. Nico and Erica, this brother and sister, they just keep arguing over everything. And Erica keeps saying, you should have at least like moved the fucking body because they literally just left the body there and took the car and that was it. Getting way sloppy mm-hmm. and cocky. Yeah. I would say that's, that's, that was part of the stupidest part of the crime, but we'll get well, to I the stupidest part th- of the crime. I think they thought the, the body would evaporate. They still think they're in a video. Oh, game. yeah. <laughs> you leave the body there for too long, it just And it just evaporates. Yeah, it just evaporates into space. That reminds me of, what was the case that we was covering where the dude thought he tried, that it was the Zach and Addie case where he tried to cook the body and thought it was going to go all the way down to ash. And then in the Tiffany Moss case, when they tried to burn her up thinking it was going to just go to ash. Why do people think that bodies is just going to well, because you know the I don't know why. I, I was gonna say because you burn chicken and it, but it doesn't go to ash. Yeah, it'd be burnt ass chicken in there. Oh yes, you mean if you actually burn your chicken? Yeah, have you ever burned oh, chicken? Yeah. Have you ever like, like cooked it stuff. on a grill, putting the thing in the yeah. oven for whole fucking long? And you make it too it, black. It's not ash. It, yeah, it'll never go to ash. And like even I remember one time I had I put like I think a lasagna. I put something in my oven and I did not fucking pay attention, and that shit will almost set my apartment on fire. But you know what? It was just a blackened ass lasagna. Yeah, it, was it wasn't a no fucking ash. It was ass. I mean, that's why yeah. I mean, you think about cremating somebody you pay them and they put them in a special ass furnace yeah with some extra thousands of degree ass heat on yourself because you ain't just burning bone and all that right. stuff to ash off of just simply cooking it on it right or gasoline and fire right yeah that's not that's not gonna be enough Mm-mm. so this is a lesson to everybody don't just burn stuff thinking it's gonna go to ash because what really goes to ash if you just burn it with regular extremely few things yeah. except for wood and mm-hmm. not even all of that be burnt up yeah Mm-mm. You ever have some secret papers that you be trying to burn up, and you be seeing that seeing that there's other people that are still left? And oh yeah, burnt all the paper. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Like, not very few things get all the way burnt to ash. It seemed like I like I remember burning some like love letters, and the crazy thing was everything turned to ash. But the crazy part, the part with the little fucking heart and all that, was still there. And I'm like, how is that fucking still there? Still love for you, girl. There's <laughs> still love there. <laughs> So basically, Andrea's husband woke up early in the morning with like a really bad feeling that something was wrong because, you know, she she had almost been home. That's the sad part about it. When this happened and she was at the stop sign, she was literally almost home. And he turned the news on and he heard that a woman had been murdered. And because she was so late coming home, her husband just had a feeling that it was her. Like he just felt so sick. Now that's true love. Mm-hmm. Someone who can feel your presence is missing. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about those couples that, I don't know, like, like one dies and the other one dies like a week after. Like, I just can't live That's without you. That's what happened to my grandparents. 
Oh, really? My they... grandfather married my grandmother. Even though he was not always faithful, and I didn't you know, be real on that, and mm-hmm. they worked through that. They had been married since they was 18. My grandmother died, and it was one of the saddest things because I just saw my, my hero. My grandfather looked like my hero. He was uh-huh. an awesome, awesome man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he went to the military and retired, and then from the military, he went to, from the post office because he had, had the post office job before, and came back to the post office and then retired from the post office. Like my oh, grandmother yeah. was so taken care of that she didn't even drive. Like woman didn't even have a license. He either he drove her or he paid for her to be drive, driven wherever mm-hmm. it was. He took care of her to the end, to 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 the T's. Mm-hmm. Never wanted for nothing. Mm-hmm. Owned his own house. Mm-hmm. Um He died exactly almost a year later. Oh. oh I watched him like... he couldn't take his medicines anymore. He's one of the strongest men I've ever seen. He was mm-hmm. not dying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when she died... Oh, so he just shut down. He, it was done. Was that the grandmother that cooked really good? Oh, my man. Oh, my God. It's like, I'm oh, so mad man. that his grandmother died, and I never got a chance to try her cooking. Like, you talk about it so much. Girl. That's uh-huh. the person that taught me how to cook. When y'all be like, you throw down, I'm just a fraction. I'm just a shadow of that woman. Like, Paula D ain't got nothing on this woman. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, for real, because she would cook with, like, real lard. Oh, so, like, yeah. she would bring you that old southern real time crackling. When like, you told me about like peanut butter would... and jelly and butter sandwiches, I was in. Girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> with the Texas toast. Yeah, oh, with the Texas. Who makes their peanut butter and jelly with Texas toast? Man, and then fried on the outside, like, grilled cheese. Oh, my God. I would like, like grilled and pounds. butter. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, you, couldn't, you couldn't go to my grandma's house and not be fat because she'd feed you. Yeah. Yeah. She feed you, boy. She she tells you it was her love language. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that woman right there used to take it. Yeah, and that makes sense why like he couldn't live without her. Like she just sounded amazing. Yeah, she just no, sounded she, amazing. She loved him with everything she had. She was she was she was uh, awesome. They don't make women like that no more. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that right now. Like she made me believe that there got to be somebody out there for me. You know, that love me because I mean, I think your wife is like your grandma. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm hungry. She don't cook like that. I'm not cooking and shit, so I don't know. Uh, like wait, after 20 years, you're hoping she's like your grandma? Because girlfriend for a long girlfriend, boyfriend for a long time of that now. Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I've been married for 20 years. Uh, you just said you got on here. I just met her in high school and shit, and we were both crazy. You just said your wife don't even cook like your grandma. You really she don't even... cook, period, like that. I be cooking every dinner. <laughs> What you mean? I got that modern woman. She she got body like a mofo, and she she got love in her heart. Like if you if you got a person that I don't know about your murder mystery reading ass, but if you got a person that grows up like reading those love novels and all that stuff, and they got that real desire to like want to be in love, I say snatch that up. And I was fortunate to have one of them people that like that's one of her dreams is yeah. to be you know in love. And go through the love story. It'd be boring as fuck because she'd be trying to make our life a rom com. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> but at the same time, though, like I would way rather have that mm-hmm. than anything else. Yeah. So, I mean, like I, I give I give her a B plus. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> a B plus. <laughs> on her good days, so I will mad. say I will say on her good days, I do. I, and I have said it that she is hard to beat. Like on her good days when we everything is going well, we all just meshing like a family type of stuff. Like she gets that solid A and sometimes that plus plus. Like I'll be like, damn, you hard to beat. Yeah, awesome. I can't imagine a female like better than that sometimes. Well, that's awesome. Well, 
so people in Omaha, Nebraska really started getting scared because you can imagine these these murders started getting all out on the news. You know what I mean? So people was like, because first of all, most killers, they have a type. You see, there's been different types of people. Like there was two Latina guys, Latino guys that was murdered. There was a friend that got murdered, you know, African-American man that got murdered, which was the friend. And then you have a Caucasian woman that was murdered. Like, you know, so there's not like a type. So everybody's like, who is this killer going after next? Like, Squares. they don't know. They going after school and people that feel like they won't fight back. Oh my, yeah, right? So the police is like super investigating They're ambush attackers. Yeah, right? So the police are investigating this and they know it's the same person. They know 100% it's the same person. And they actually, you know, like it was all over the news and everything like that. And... And I forgot to mention, so after Nico, because remember I told you that Andrea had went to McDonald's for her kids. After he killed her, he actually ate her McDonald's right after that. You don't want to waste the food. You can't waste the food, right? So. I mean, at McDonald's ain't cheap no more. Yeah, right. And this was like, and this was, you know, right there, like when it was starting to probably get high because these murders starts happening. I don't, like, I don't know when it was, but I'm telling you now. McDonald's is like twelve ninety nine for a Big Mac meal in California anyway twelve to fifteen ninety nine yeah in California I, I, I shoot even. somebody for that burger right huh like you know what shit if I'm gonna go to jail I might as well that's a that's a that's a meal at a fine restaurant now oh yeah huh fifteen dollars right so he sat here and ate her McDonald's like, after that's like, crazy. like you can go to you can go to Black Bear and get a like a steak dinner yeah you could for eighteen. Yeah, so that's so what I'm saying. Like, anymore, like I don't even. The only thing I have that's to that's one of the reasons why I don't really because I'm like, if you guys are charging this price, I can just go get food. Yeah, right. Because I'll eat their ice cream and fries all day, but I ain't finna eat nothing else. I'm right. Not you, if you gonna charge seven ninety nine for a Big Mac, I can just go to Nations. Oh yeah, huh? And I mean, like their burger is about seven to eight ninety nine. I can pay a dollar more and get a Nations burger. Right. So that's that's the real reason. I can't say I stopped eating burgers, but I'm like, y'all at the same y'all y'all messed up. Y'all messed up right, now. Yeah, y'all at the same price at these other burger places, higher end, yeah. quote unquote. They quote unquote higher end, but I mean, like they definitely are. And you talking about the quality of food. And now we yeah. at the same price, right? Uh, p- please, I'm about to go there now. Yeah, I so I think I probably would have ate her burger too. Like honestly, because unfortunately she can't eat it. So man, you I will took my, her damn my, car. So. Right, might as well eat the burger. Might right. as well eat the burger. I mean, I wouldn't say I'd eat the burger, but if it was, I ain't gonna lie, if it was some Popeyes red beans and rice, I don't know. That you would have shot her in weakness. the face and ate that that, that Popeyes. That is one of my weaknesses. It's Damn. up there. It's up there with with uh with uh White Castle burgers. Mm-hmm. I love red beans and rice. Nobody makes it. Who has the recipe? Send For us in. Popeyes, fans. yeah, red beans and rice. So <coughs> nobody. Good. They don't. They sell it to the you at the store. Yeah, that is not the same. Zatarans is close. Zatarans is. Oh my god. It, they give you. They give, they give you more like a dirty rice. Yeah. The beans and the rice is all mixed together and all that shit. Oh no, god. no, no. Popeyes is like yeah. this soupy bean and the rice is on top. Yeah. Oh my God. I had some of that in New Orleans. Oh my gosh, it was so good. You gotta go to New Orleans. But, but is this out there the original? It's the place Woo! called Mondays. It's this place called Mondays. They got some fucking good ass red beans. That's where they come from. The Popeyes, oh. is, they say to the Louisiana uh, yeah, so you gotta fried go to, chicken. Yeah, you gotta go to Louisiana. So if I go to Louisiana, girl, I'm trying to tell you, I would go around, I would just walk down the street smacking people in the face. Yeah. Pia! I take a bite of food. Pia! Right. Pia! You got to get this. Come over here, old lady. Come over here, guys. God damn it. I'm about to get it to you. This is a hot hand. Be chasing him down the street. Ah! Oh, gotta, gotta pop you. Oh my gosh. So you know what? Like, 
I think, you know, I'm weird because I actually like Popeye's biscuits with hella honey, though. Because it's not dry. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's like meant to soak up some honey. Yes. It's hella buttery. Let's just say. Waiting for that honey love. Let's just say Popeye's is bomb as fuck. They're like way better than KFC. I don't even eat KFC anymore. (laughs) Y'all missing it, but I'm over here dancing for Popeye's. Why is Buddha dancing Mm, right now mm, because of Popeye's? mm, mm, mm. (laughs) Hell yeah. It brings me to a happy place. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's it for part one because I'm gonna say part two because part part one is done. So we're at, they're actually gonna be closing in on Nico. Part two gets even crazier. It gets wild. Well, it sounds like they're just going to lose their cautionness, and it doesn't sound like they had much before. But he's starting to lose the caution mm-hmm. on feeling like there's gonna be any recourse. Yeah. It's it's wild out there. So that murder spree. And I forgot in the beginning of the episode, I forgot to give a shout out to a podcast. We were so busy talking about our drama, Buddha. We forgot to give a shout out to a podcast. That I okay. give. So this podcast, I want everybody to listen to it. It's called Bitch I Can't. Oh my gosh. This podcast is so good. I mean, a podcast cussing now? Yeah, is that what it's we're called, at? It's, it's another true crime I am talk. a Christian man. <laughs> so the podcast Bitch I Can't, it's another true crime. You're just going to keep saying that at me. Just keep hitting me. You, you, you okay. can't say snitch, I can't. I, okay, bitch, I, I, I can't. I'll say B, I can't. But the people are not going to be able to find it if I'm saying B, I can't. People, Why are they spilling out the B word? Uh, you know what? Anyways, it's another true crime podcast. So good. Like, and I wanted to run this by you because I don't want to give too much away because obviously I want people to listen to it because mm. the cases are so good. But there was this one case I wanted to run by you, Buddha. So there was this case. It took place in Japan, right? And it was on this podcast. And he, he does cases I had never even heard of before. So this one lady, I guess, like killed her boyfriend, kills her boyfriend. And the whole plan that she had was she had cut off his dick. Right, and wow. after she cut off it, because she went past Lorena Bobbitt, Dahmer, everything. I had never heard of this. She tried to use this dig. Of course, it didn't work. So her whole plan was she was going to jump off of a cliff, just holding it in her hand. She wrote like this. I mean, and I would have been happy in death holding a dick in your hand. If I was the man, <laughs> like, you know who, who got better dick than me? Who got better dick than me? <laughs> Goddamn right they don't. <laughs> die trying to get this better dick. That's what I. What? <laughs> what? What? That's the biggest compliment. Like, girl, I put it down, and you know it. <laughs> she had to. But my it's thing like, is, girl, you better put, you better put like his place on your pussy, because every time I'm there, I'm coming home. You hear me? <laughs> you better tell me to come home. <laughs> well, wait a minute though. But I'm confused because let's say you jump. Because I would say I've never jumped off a building or a cliff or whatever. So like, do you? Do you are you still gonna have the dick in your hand once you hit the ground? What if you like drop she it? She clutched it to her chest like pearls. What? <laughs> Nothing else mattered. Not even her own body. What mattered? It was the the safety of the dick. <laughs> that was what mattered. So, what? so that's why she killed herself. She was like, at the end of it all, she was like, I'm never getting this again. Oh my god! Like, and kill yourself. Okay. I told all my exes the same damn thing to do that to kill, kill yourself because you're never getting this dick again. <laughs> <laughs> so it fits. I was like, exactly. Oh. That's exactly what should happen. Oh 
my god, that's because I was like, if you if the dick actually flies off, you have literally like it was you lost it all. You lost everything. So that's why you better you, you better be, all you need to focus on as you're dropping to your delve is just stare into this penis like it's a thirty foot inch big screen TV. Oh my just god, just be engulfed in three D, three dimension. Rub it on your face, ah. kiss on it, and tell him you love him for your last words. Hell no, that penis was the love of your life. <laughs> It was well, everything. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, thank you for putting some insight on that because I was like, I had to talk to you about that case, but you guys can watch, hear all the cases at Bitch I Can't. Make sure you go listen to his podcast. You have to. So good. I'm tired of them paying you and not paying me. And I'm telling they're, you, the, they're next, not the me. next podcast that starts talking about these commercial break things needs to pay me. I'm telling you now. <laughs> but anyways, if you want to find our podcast, you can find us Instagram, Hot Garbage Show, Facebook, Hot Garbage, True Crime Edition. Um, what, what, what did I say? Oh, what's the TikTok? I was mm-hmm. like, what? TikTok, Author Nisha, and then also send us a Gmail. Send us a Gmail, hotgarbagenews at gmail.com, and please keep the five-star reviews coming. Take care and watch your back out there.